This is the JFJ Conspiracy Podcast, where the shop talk is rock. I'm Jim. And I'm Frank. And I'm Jared. And this is the JFJ Conspiracy Podcast, where the shop talk is rock. Jerry, how you doing this week? Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful, Grandpa. Thank you very much. Yes. <laughs> new addition to the Dragato family. Congratulations are in order. Folks. Thank you. Yeah, congratulations, Frank. Thank yep. you. Uh, um, bouncing baby boy, seven pounds, eight ounces, healthy, all limbs and fingers and toes. and Are all there. All yeah. there, and everybody's home and uh, doing well. So appreciate it, guys. Good, oh, yeah. good strong Italian oh, name there, yeah. too. Yeah, oh, Santino. Yeah, what do you think about that? Sonny! Liked it. Sonny! That's what they're going to call him, Sonny. Yep. Uh, just from, right from the movie. Yep. I, mean, right from the I movie. liked it. As soon as, liked I saw, it. as soon as I saw that, I said, Sonny. Yes. Yeah. Hopefully he's not a hothead like Sonny. We'll see. Yeah. And Jim, how like are you doing this gra- week? Or like I'm doing, doing really well. Oh, very good. <laughs> right off the bat, I want to ask you both a question, but I don't want an answer till the end of the show. Okay. I want you both to think of one album and one album only you can have on a desert island that happens to have electricity and a turntable, but <laughs> that is the only album. Don't give me an answer now. Just put it in the back of the, the brains and uh, think about it, and I'll ask you towards the end. And all our listeners at the uh, Conspiracy, I want you to do the same and put it in the comments. What one album, just one, would you want to listen to for the whole time you are shipwrecked on a desert island. No Marianne, no Ginger, just a record and a record oh. player. You're a, you're a terrible man, Mr. Dragato. Yes. Isn't he? Do you right know that? Right at the last second, too, honey. Right at the last second. Oh, you're a terrible this, man. But, but by the way, and no Mrs. Howell either, I suppose. Well, that would, <laughs> Cool no, with that. Can't have that. <laughs> One other question, real quickly. What do the Beatles let it be? Van Morrison moon dance and say um, James Taylor, Sweet Baby James, have in common. Billy Preston? Yeah, close. Jim? The Beatles, let it be. Van Morrison moon dance and James Taylor, Sweet Baby James. Abbey Road Studio? Yeah. No, you're both wrong. Let me Let me tell you. All three, and there's more, that were released in 1970. They're 50 years old this year. Uh, you know what? That was my first guess. Oh, they're all released in the same year. <laughs> yes. 50 years uh, old. You know what else is 50? Hmm. McCartney's debut solo album. Yep. If you yep. if you want to really, yeah. Black Sabbath. Figure out how old we are, folks. Yep. Oh, Black Sabbath's debut album. Um, Here we go. Led Zeppelin yeah. two, Deep Purple in Rock. 50 years old well it's weird to think that moon dance and james taylor were released the same year as the first sabbath album you, it though? Yeah. <laughs> you talk about miles right. apart man. yes absolutely right. completely different but that back you know i know the last episode i kind of got off on a tangent real quick about there's not a whole lot of music on the radio and and cindy and i'll throw on the radio and there's the same four songs played every four hours, every every hour, I should yep. say. Yep. Um, yep. Catchy, 
catchy pop songs. No, no guitars or anything, but catchy pop songs is what you hear over and over. And, uh, um, you know, I, like I said, I, I, I end up singing these lines in my head and then where did I hear that from? Oh yeah, it was that pop song. And then you hear it four more times in an hour. It's unbelievable. Uh, Radio has just gone the way of the dodo bird, guys. It's just that there is no, wow. you know, unless we're listening to classic rock or they, I guess atten- it's. Atten- attention, Kmart shoppers. Yes. Yeah. What Here they, uh, what they, uh, what they call terrestrial radio. Terrestrial radio. Yes. Right. But you know what? Uh, satellite's no way. better. It's, it's, everything's on a loop. You oh, know? terrestrial. Yeah. No that's right. Yeah. yeah. I like all 98. I like that lately, yeah. you know. I, I remember uh first time hearing satellite radio. I think it was right around the time Sirius was just kind of starting. And then there was a guy on the job site who had a had a satellite set up or whatever and he w- he was playing the station and it was all surf music and I was like, yeah. "Man, this is like this is a great station." But you get like an hour into that and it's like same uh, Okay, let's yeah. can we get something else going? I don't know. Even on, no, because it's all surf all day. Yeah. <laughs> Even on the comedy channels, you, you hear the same same things, same bits or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, but I do want to know one thing right now, guys. Um, What's in Jim's fridge? What's oh, yeah, in Jim's fridge? fridge? Let's find out today. What's in Jim's fridge today? Uh, I, I picked this album for kind of a kind of a special reason because it's going to kind of follow along the lines of my pick for today. Ah. But today I have <laughs> the Orchids. The Orchids. Oh wow! And uh, th- they were a L.A. all-girl band, uh, yeah. produced and directed by one Kim Fowley. Son of a Go gun! Figure. Imagine that. Go yeah. imagine that. But. Uh, <laughs> Also featuring uh, former runaway Lori McAllister on bass right. and Lori Bell. I actually got to see the Orchids with our buddy Mark Vieira. Nice. We had, we had, gone, we had gone out to the, uh, a show and we were going to see London. And when we got to the show, we found out London was no longer on the bill, but we got to see the Orchids. The Orchids. And uh, they rocked hard live. And uh, when, I, when I finally got the chance to hunt down the album and put it on it was extremely light like the, <laughs> the production was very pop so wow. a little bit of a little bit of a disappointment but um very you know you know kids. you know me mm-hmm. <laughs> very good well you know um yeah, very good jim it, it's yeah. funny considering it's a kim fowley production you know it you know it's very well rehearsed so i'm sure it's yes. a, as far as a, the tunes are constructed and everything else it's probably very, very good. But uh, they, were, they were a lot of fun live. Yeah. Uh, also, the first night I, I saw Snow. Ah. Uh, one played that night. That. I'm trying to think. There's like three or four bands on the bill. And I swear at the end, there was a gal who jumped up at the end. I believe it was Joan Jett played the last song with them. Right on. Probably, probably until we saw them the night before Thanksgiving. So I think she was in town for Thanksgiving, went, went to see the show and cool. hang out with Lori and jumped up on stage with them. So That's awesome. Nice. Cool. Yeah. In rehash news, once yeah. again, um, I, not that this is surprising to anybody, but you know, the, there, there will be no Runaways reunion. They just uh, 
just can't get it together. I, I just read that the other day, like it was some kind of news flash or something. But um, now, is it like every other reunion? Aren't they're all still alive, right? I hate to be no, graphic. No, no. Um, oh, Sandy sorry, West has passed okay. away. Okay, that's right. I tell you, I'm sorry. Yeah, because uh, sweet sweetheart of a gal. Yep. Right. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. But it's it's an issue. Is it with, be, is, it's an yeah, issue I'm with Lita Ford and um, Joan Jett. Oh, who's going to be Queen B? No, well, no. It's, it's I don't of... think it's an issue between Lita and Joan as much as it is between Kenny. Lita and and Kenny Lacuna, actually. Yeah. Well, he's kind of a, I guess a, I think he's got his thumbprint on Joan, and that's that's Lita, where it's Lita stay? like that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. That's too bad. Anyways, so I, I just I thought that was funny. Is the other day I was, I was going through some headlines, and all of a sudden it popped up. Oh, there will be no reu- you know runaways reunion. Uh, Think well, it must have been a slow news day in the rock world. Uh, I know, right? So that's <laughs> Coronav- yeah, coronavirus that, that's, taking a break. Yeah, well, that story hasn't changed over the last thirty years. No. So I don't... I'm gonna say, yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> well, I understand. Also, Jim, you've got a mail call for us. I do have a mail call, and actually, it's not my mail call. Oh. But I, I wanted to share this because um, I, I have a thirteen-year-old uh, son. Mm-hmm. who is in the seventh grade, and he has fallen in love with Weezer. Weezer! Right. And uh, about a week ago, he came in and he said, Dad, I, there's this, they've re-released the Weezer Blue album on <laughs> Blue Vinyl. Ooh, sweet. Love and, that. And he had some nice. dough burning some money in his pocket, and so I ordered it for him, and uh, he was so excited when he got the first album in his own personal collection. That's so, great. Um, thought great that was, start. Yeah, I thought that was really cool, you know, and I showed him how to put it on the turntable, <laughs> and so oh, he'll get it, and he'll throw it on and listen to it, and he just he just loves it. Uh, great package. Also came with a uh, little post. This was the same, uh, same artwork that was inside the CD, I nice. remember. That's uh oh my gosh. Had to show him how to work the turntable, huh? Yeah. That's great. Man, we're so he does it all on his home. own. He's he's great with it, man. So that's what cool. a way to what a way to pay it forward, Jim. What I know. Well, I'm I'm forward. excited to see him jump on the bandwagon. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Do you guys recall when Windows three point one was going to premiere and uh, the big the big thing about Windows three point one is that there was video and Weezer's Buddy Holly came with your new version, your new computer, if you bought it. And I remember I was, uh, it was the first time that you actually saw streaming video on a on a Windows based computer. Huh. I was at I was late. Yeah, uh, I was at L.A. County Fair during one of the um, expos they were having, and I saw this. And, and the Weezer video played on a continuous run through every silo they had over there. So. But, well, they picked a cool video. Oh, it was awesome. It yep. was awesome. It's a great, awesome. video. It's a great yep. video. And and you have to think, well, back then there wasn't video on computers like that, and yet you got to watch it, you know, and it was perfectly streaming. And I said, wow, this this, this technology is what else could they possibly come up with, you know? Wow. <laughs> and yeah. and here this we is are. It. Yep. Our, our cars are. are gonna be our cars are gonna be flying in the air in two years. <laughs> well, I won't be I driving. I came way late to the computer game. I came way late to the computer game, guys. I remember being at work when uh, some guy was talking about email, and I and I was like, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> I, I didn't even know what he saw. I'm talking. I didn't know what, what is that. Right. So I came way late to the game. 
That's but I love fun. my Apple products. So. I'm still waiting for my jetpack. I thought we yeah. were supposed to get those in like in the year 2000 or the yeah. year. Right. We're, we're well, supposed to, yeah, I thought the world was supposed to end on New Year's 2000. <laughs> Y2K. Uh, yeah. That's oh, right. Man. Turned well, out to be a big nothing, like the coronavirus. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Oh, right. boy. yeah. Yeah. Now, any of our our listeners or viewers who uh, have the answer as to uh, the correlation between the coronavirus and toilet paper, please put it in the comment section because um, <laughs> let us know. And what... water. Yeah. And water. Bottled water. Is at Walmart today, folks. No bottled water yeah. on the whole aisle at Walmart. Mm. Nothing. What do you What do you drown the virus? Is that it? I don't know what they're you, doing. You just get a bunch of water and pour it on it. I don't know. <laughs> Moving ahead, I've got a mail call. Awesome. And uh, actually ordered this a while ago, and it popped up. And I'll talk about it a little bit, but it's Ozzy Osbourne's new album. Oh. He's got a new one? Yep. Yeah. Uh, It's almost like a goodbye letter to his fans. Um, It's a rather depressing album. Um, Oh, well, then I'll... Uh, A few duets on there. He's got one duet with uh, Post Malone, which um, I, I don't know of, really. You know, that's couple of years past my time and uh there's one with elton Post, john Post, elton okay. sings elton one john. verse you know on, on the That's song it. yeah and if you didn't uh read that it was elton john you wouldn't know it was him it's so overly produced yeah. so uh the, the album itself like i said it's there's no zach wild on it it's all it sounds just all pro tools and you know just not a happy album to listen to if, and i hope he does another one to uh kind of make up for this one but doesn't look like it. <laughs> I listened to the uh, Post Malone really feel song. About her, Frank? Yeah, I know. I, I listened to the Post Malone song, yeah. and um, you, you know how I am with auto tune. It just sets yes. my teeth on edge, right? right. It's like, oh, oh man, yeah. I can't deal with that. So, well, Ozzy, Ozzy, but I knew some other people that listened to it. and They're like, oh, this is so great. It's got a nice edge to it, and I was like, well, it's not a bad tune. It's okay, but yeah. There, there's uh, yeah. two or three ballads, maybe four ballads. I, I don't know. I, I only listened to the album twice, and I thought, that's enough, and put it away, and that'll be enough of that. But it didn't have enough of a bite to, to catch me that I want to listen to it over and over. Wow. Right. Wow. Okay. So, anyways, that was that came in the mail. I've got I got a few doozies coming on uh, one of our next episodes. Hopefully, they'll uh, arrive before then. So, um, I, I've, I've discovered a... Cleopatra Records. You guys should check it out. I don't want to do it. Give them any kind of uh, ad time or anything. But Cleopatra Records is re-releasing all kinds of uh, classic albums, and they've got um, a lot of things that you wouldn't know or even on vinyl. Um, like before, Rat was Rat. They were Mickey Rat. Mickey Rat. And uh, they've got an album, put out an album of their stuff. And so a lot of the old Rat songs with George Lynch or uh, Tracy Guns and different people playing in those carnations of the band. Kind of cool. So, But they've got, check out Cleopatra Records um, for just a a boatload of of different albums Mm. and bands. Uh, Yeah, cool cool label. Kind of started out more of like sort of a goth label, I think. And uh they're they're LA based. <laughs> Expanded in some other stuff, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Good stuff. Um this week we've got uh each have a, a band to present. And, and let's mm-hmm. jump right into it and um Jerry, why don't you go right ahead? Okay, Frank, thank you. Uh the band 
I have uh, on this week's show is called The Dead Set. And again, folks, you know how names are common. The Dead Set <laughs> from Sydney, Australia. Punk is alive, folks. Now, I'm going to get a <laughs> long-winded. Uh, Paul, the bass player and vocals, sent me a bio, so if I may. The Dead Set from Sydney, folks, out in Conspiracy Land. Uh, really, the best way is the Dead Set Sydney dot uh, bandcamp dot com. That's that takes you right to them because there's a lot of bands with familiar names. And if I may, I'm going to get a little long with it. This is Paul, the bass player, uh, getting back to me with the bio. He said, in terms of a bio, we're three guys in our 30s and 40s who came together because we felt the Sydney live scene needed a giant kick in the arse. And of course, he spelled it arse. <laughs> Good day. Good day. Um, it says, uh, Craig, guitar vocals, and I, Phil, bass vocals, had played in a hobby band before and dipped our toe in the water of the gigging scene. But we really wanted to play something that rocked harder. And since Mike on drums joined in 2017, uh, we've written a bunch of songs which came together in recorded form as our self-titled album, which just came out last November, folks, almost four months ago today. Uh, the Dead Set from Sydney. Bandcamp. Great stuff. Anyway, um, um, we aim to go for that power trio vibe, and it's been great to meet other like-minded like-minded bands on the way that are also keen on breathing life into the Sydney scene. And this is where it gets, it says the, that thanks to state government imposed lockout laws and general police heavy-handedness are under threat, but there's still quite a great venues in the city that put on good live rock music as it should be. We've been lucky enough to share the stage with les legendary Aussie punk bands, the hard-ons, and uh, the Australian versions of the Grammy-nominated um, rockers, front-end lo front loaders. So you got the hard-ons and the front-end loaders. I yeah. love it. At the moment, we're writing songs for our second album. We have three or four under our belt that we've committed to hard drive towards the end of the year. Hope that's good for you, mate. God bless you, Paul. Thank you. Let me know if you need anything else, and looking forward to hearing it. Cheers, Phil. Uh, again, The Dead Set from Sydney, Australia, folks. There's lots of variations on the band. Go to the dead set, sydney.bandcamp.com. There's a great video on YouTube. Uh, live at the Bull and Bush, the letter N, Bull and Bush on YouTube. And it's the band, it's the show, and it's fantastic. Uh, the cut Frank's going to play today is Rise Up. And again, their album came out called The Dead Set, debut, um, November 8th, 2019. And Punk is Alive, folks, on Conspiracy Land. It, it's alive. It's alive <laughs> and kicking. It's from Sydney, Australia, but it's alive and kicking. The tune right. is Rise Up, The Dead Set. Let's give it a listen. Things in my head. They going on with he said, she said. But there's so much I can't explain. Anymore, I'll go insane. What I got to 
That's Rise Up from the Dead Set. I Out like of Sydney, that. Australia. Out of Sydney, Australia. What do you think, Jim? Uh, I liked it. I, I like that guitar sound. And yeah. I like, yeah. it, I get the feeling that these guys would just be an absolute blast live. Yes. Check <laughs> out YouTube, yeah. Sound like a fun live band. Live at the Bull and Bush on YouTube. Live at the Bull and Bush. It's from like a year and a half ago. And it's, oh yeah, it's fantastic. The YouTube, lead, yeah. lead singer reminded me, um, well, the whole song reminded me if Lou Reed could actually sing. Yeah. <laughs> Come on yeah. now. Hey, man. Take I, a walk on the wild side. I love Lou Reed, but if he could actually hold a tune. No, I like that. Some guy who can't carry a tune uh, sells a million songs, <laughs> sells yeah. a million records. That leaves hope for all of us. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Lou's got that sort of where he sort of talks, sings. Yes, yeah, he's not a singer. Yeah. No, yeah. but wasn't a singer, you know. No, but, but punk, yeah. Getting back to the Dead Set, that that like I said, that sounded like that'd be a, a fun, fun live band to see. Yes, I like I like the production on that particular tune. Also, like Jim same said. here. Yeah. Uh, good yeah. good tones and uh, good tone on the bass. Yeah, good stuff. Three guys, Three. I love it. Very good. Well, that's the Dead Set from Sydney, Australia. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, moving forward, I've got something again. Yeah. I've been throwing you guys curveballs, and this this episode is is no no different. I've got a yeah. uh, artist by the name of uh, Tom Minnie out of Austin, Texas, and the song I'm going to play for you is called Stones. It was produced by Roger Blevins Jr. Um, Tom and. and Tom got back to me and he said, look, you can play whatever music you want, but it's all already up on YouTube, so you're going to get hit with a copyright claim, just so you know. And since we've been living this... already feels us. Yeah. Since we've been living this copyright claim business, I want to let everybody know we're still playing his song because he's an unsigned artist and uh, um, he's got a lot of work. He's out there. He he was going to do an interview, but he's out working with some other bands right now. And um, he's more of a vocalist and just blew me away when i when i heard his music and uh, he's got about five or six different lps and eps out all on Bandcamp. you can check them out uh one's called tom many of course and uh bend over backwards higher than the moon love and play songs i do and oh my my and and you should check them all out because um this guy can sing and the song i'm going to play for you right now is called stones May all your dreams come true May all your troubles be light Lay your head down to sleep Leave your worries with the night When you wake up to the sun Brand new day Brand new fun Don't you worry about 
Tom Minnie with Stone. Beautiful. That's beautiful. I, I that's just that's just flat out beautiful. I, I immediately thought, um, you know, not to sound sacrilegious to any Soundgarden fans, but I, I immediately thought of uh, Chris oh, Cornell, yeah. that timber that he's got. Just beautiful. I didn't think about it until you said it, but yeah, now that you said it, yeah, yeah, hmm. good stuff. My gosh, yeah, Jim, Tom Minnie. I heard. Uh, I heard a few different influences in there. I really like that. Uh, reminds me of, uh, it, it's got like a little bluesiness mm-hmm. to it. It's got a little country and western going on in there. Uh, remind me a little bit of the Black Crows. A little bit, yeah. Um, and a little bit of the Stones. And <laughs> <laughs> you put all that in a blender. Yeah, and, and uh, I kind of got the Chris Cornell thing going on there, too. So, um I, I like this. Um, to me, it sounds radio ready. Yeah, radio ready tune. Yeah, I um, I really I enjoy. God. Yeah. I went ahead and bought the the album, and uh, every song is just terrific. He's got such a good voice, and he he, he yeah. really he likes um, non standard guitar tuning too. So you get a lot of different different sounds that uh, you wouldn't normally get, um, but. Man, he can sing. He just—he blew me away. He really did with with that with yeah. that, that vocal wow. that he's got there. So, anyways, that's Tom oh, Minnie yeah. out of uh, Austin, Texas. Check him out on uh, Bandcamp and um, other platforms as well. But uh, check it Good out. Stuff. I just check I, I picture my I picture myself in a bar on a Saturday night with my girl and just man, if you can't slow dance to that tune, yeah. <laughs> you, you can't dance. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's uh, yeah. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. Sorry. Right. <laughs> wow, that was good. Yeah, great, great stuff. Oh yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad you guys liked it. Uh, Jim, yeah, I did. What, good job. What, 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 what pray tell do you have for us? <laughs> well, so for the last couple weeks, or the last couple episodes, I should say, I've I've had female fronted bands, kind of punky, power poppy. What? Really? I know, shocking. So this time, I figured I would go all in, and and plant plant my all flag. In, huh? Yes, plant my flag firmly Here in the go, in the girl That's band me. geek. There you go, raising my girl band geek flag. <laughs> uh, a uh, 
term, I believe, was coined by Kim Shattuck, actually. Uh, First time I heard it was uh, in a Kim Shattuck interview. (laughs) But the band I have is the Carrie-Anns. It's an all-female band. Uh, Marianne Window on vocals, electric and acoustic guitar. Karen Bassett. uh, Awesome L.A. go-to. She's like in, like, a dozen bands. I was going to say that name is so <laughs> familiar. Yes, yep. she's she's in an Aeros all female Aerosmith tribute band. She's in a uh, I want to say an ACDC tribute band. Hills Bells or something? No, she's not in. Uh, she's not in Hills <laughs> Bells. Another one. Um, uh, she's in a she's in a group with Robbie Risk. I don't know if that name rings a bell, but he was cousin yeah. all of right. Cousin Oliver on the Brady Bunch, and yeah. so she's in a band with him called Cousin Oliver's Cavalcade of Hits. Love it. She's in the Arthur Alexander Band. Mm. She's uh, she's yeah. either on guitar or bass. Uh, Pandora's. She's yeah. produced a, a ton of bands. She's, um, as Robbie Risk called her, she's a national treasure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sandy needs on bass. <coughs> Kaplan Weinstein on drums. Sherry plays in Hell's Bells. Yeah. Um, and uh, and the Pandoras. Spent some time in the Pandoras. Uh, and so this was a group that um, I, I believe uh, Mary Ann's like an East Coaster. And so she was coming out here. And so they put together a, a playlist on YouTube of songs they were going to learn. And the name of the playlist, I think, was called This Song is a Cure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and so they ended up writing a song based on that title. Right. And this is a song. So she came out here. They, they got together. I think they did like two live gigs, recorded a couple of songs. And then that was that's kind of the whole history of the band right there. And so this is the Carrie Anns with This Song is a Cure. All right. Give it a spin, as they say there, Frank. Let's do it. Thank you. 
Gary Ann's with this song is a cure. Interesting. Two, two, yeah, two, uh, <laughs> two kind of cool lyrical moments in there. Just push play. Uh-huh. Let the needle drop. Yep. Um, I like songs that start out with the chorus. Yeah. Well, that, and this song, this song just says summer to me. That's that's pop sensibility right there because you're they're hooking you right off the top. You know, and you got that chorus, and it continues, and then, like we were talking about earlier, listening to the radio, you know, all of a sudden you don't understand why you're singing a hook to a song that you don't even like or know. Oh, yeah, I'm going to be singing that time when I go to sleep. Yeah. Yes. And I like this song. It's a great earworm right there. Yeah, Yeah, that is. Yes, it is. That is is classic, classic pop sensibility right there. Absolutely. That's very good. So the Carrie Ann's. Uh, find them on uh, Bandcamp. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, Bandcamp and uh, also on Big Stir. Big Big Stir Stir Records. Kind of revisiting revisiting those guys again. I must say we'll probably get hit with a copyright claim from YouTube for Big Stir Records. Damn the man. (laughs) Damn the man. Yep, that's okay, though. That's okay. Um a yeah, uh, great song by Shake and Abe, by the way. Damn the man. Great tune, folks. Karen Karen did give us permission to play the tune. so That's good. Well, we appreciate you, that, Karen. Yeah. We really do. Thank you, Karen. Thank Bassett. you, Karen. Thank yeah. you, Karen. Yeah, good Absolutely. stuff. Absolutely. <laughs> That's too funny. Um, well, once again, guys, three very different uh, styles of music. And... Um, I got a feeling, though, that I'm going to be having to scratch that itch some heavy metal stuff this next episode. So, Well, especially have get... after that. Yeah, with, with Tom Minnie, yeah, you went real <laughs> low and slow with Blue You're going to have to, you're gonna have to, you're pick... have to come back screaming for vengeance. There you have something of that nature. There you go. There I like go. that. <laughs> but I'm bummed. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Hey, oh, <laughs> I'll be here all week. Hey, this week. We've got a What's Float Your Boat, and it's from oh, our good... Oh, great, we do. Yes, oh, our, great. our good friend Chris Stone from Soul Skin uh, sent ah, us a video. and um, that one, yeah. Just like our buddy Jeffrey last week, uh, last episode, they, they follow rules really well. Stick with the one to yeah. two minute video. <laughs> Thanks, Jeffrey. Awesome. So, let's uh, check out the next seven and a half minutes with Chris Stone. <laughs> what floats your boat? Jim, Frank, Jerry... Thank you so much for allowing me to, again, be on your show. Once again, my name is Chris. I'm from the band Soul Skin. Had a great time uh, hanging out and doing the interview uh, with you before, uh, Frank. And uh, again, very honored that you would have me on your show again and talk about what floats my boat. I'll tell you what floats my boat. Before I talk about an album and a band that floats my boat, the JFJ Conspiracy Podcast floats my boat. Props to you guys for continuing to do what you do. It's a great show, and you guys are uh, really, really do a great job of promoting up and coming bands that a lot of people don't know about, and also some artists and albums that uh, maybe are accumulating some dust on people's shelves. So uh, props to you guys for doing that and uh, flying the rock flag, the freak flag, all the flags, 
uh, for the JFJ conspiracy where the uh, shop talk is rock. So appreciate for uh, you guys for that. That's what floats my boat. But my assignment is to talk about what floats my boat in terms of uh, in terms of an album. So, or an artist, I should say, and an album. And uh, uh, before on the JFJ Conspiracy Podcast, and if it has, I apologize, but this is an album that is floating my boat currently. And they're not necessarily a new band. This is like their sixth or seventh album. If you count an EP, I guess is an album. It's not really an album, is it? But uh, it's like six albums and an EP and a couple of Grammy nominations. I'm not sure if they won or not for rock category. Of course, we wouldn't know that on the Grammys uh, because rock, other than that Aerosmith uh, deal that happened on the last Grammys, rock pretty much doesn't get much attention for the Grammys. But I digress, and I'll talk about this band um, called Rival Sons. And if this is the first time you've heard of Rival Sons and their newest album, which I came out, which I believe has been out for well over a year, it's called Feral Roots, and it's a fantastic album. I mean, if you're, um, if if you can imagine like Paul Rogers from Bad Company doing an album with Jimmy Page and John Bono, um, vibe there, except it's pretty heavy, um at times maybe as heavy as like a zeppelin um and uh but very diverse like a zeppelin or a or a bad company or something like that so they they do have heavier moments a few years ago they opened up for black sabbath on the end tour so and and they were you know they fit very well on that bill but they also fit very well with people who aren't necessarily metalheads as well. They have a really great sort of blues rock kind of deal going on. So they're called Rival Sons, Feral Roots. If this is the first time you're hearing about Rival Sons, you got a lot of homework to do because there's a lot of albums out there and they're all great. So check out Rival Sons, Feral Roots. That album is floating my boat. Um, you know, I'm the other thing too is I'm waiting on a phone call back from Frank because I really wanted to talk. Oh, Oh, hang on. Oh, hey, this is Frank. Hang on a sec. Let me get this. Hey, Frank, how's it going? Yeah. Hey, uh, wow. Perfect timing. I'm actually recording this video for uh, floating my boat. What is it? What floats your boat? Who's floating your boat? Anyway, um, I is it okay to talk about more than one? I kind of want to do a throwback. Like you guys talk about new stuff, but then you talk about some other stuff back. Is it cool to do it? You sure? Oh, thanks, man. I, I appreciate it. All right, man. Okay. See ya. Oh man. These guys with JFJ conspiracy, they're very cool. Frank, Jerry, Jim, you guys rock. So I got the go ahead from Frank. So I want to talk about an album that's a bit of a throwback as well that's also floating my boat. And I listen to this album every three, four, five months or so. And it's also an American band, uh, but this band is from Texas. And I would say that they're a branch on the King's X tree uh, for a couple of different reasons. They have some influence there, but they do have their own sound. And I believe a couple of the members played with members um, 
uh, Ty and Doug from King's X and previous bands before King's X. Anyway, this band uh, out of Texas is called Galactic Cowboys. And Galactic Cowboys, um, if you have if you haven't heard them yet, um, they're fantastic. The album I'm talking about is a number of years old. It's called Space in Your Face. It's their second album. Um, and this album was uh, on Geffen Records. And so if you're you're going and Googling uh, where you can find Galactic Cowboy Space in Your Face, unfortunately, it has not been cleared for digital. Uh, so you're not going to find it on streaming services. Uh, but... You know, there's probably ways for you to get a copy of the album physically, or there's ways to listen to it. Uh, let's just leave it at that. In any event, I highly encourage you to do so. This um, and Galactic Cowboys still puts out music. I think they had a an album that they put out last year or so, and equally heavy. But the great thing about Galactic Cowboys is that they incorporate a ton of different instruments um into it they're not just a, a a metal band they definitely have that metal influence but they use different instruments harmonica acoustic guitar the bass player monty who also has his own podcast which is pretty interesting he uses eight and 12 string basses so there's the king's x influences you know like pearl jam and and uh uh Tom Peterson from Cheap Trick also use a 12-string bass. Um, but they use that different instrumentation. And the really cool thing about them as well is they incorporate a lot of different um, harmonies, like Beatlesque type harmonies in the music. So check out Galactic Cowboys. Um, this album in particular, Space in Your Face, is a fantastic start to finish. It's heavy as a hammer, but has really great songs. And uh, if we could only get uh, Davey Geffen to, uh, you know, get his people to clear this thing for uh, for streaming services and digital downloads, it wouldn't be so difficult uh, for us to listen to it. So anyway, that is what's floating my boat. Uh, gentlemen, Jim, Frank, Jerry, thank you once again uh, it, it's, it's been an honor. Uh, I appreciate it. Uh, I hope I didn't blab too much. Maybe you can have me back sometime. Um, anyway, thanks for everything. Rock on. Talk to you soon. All right. Well, awesome. that was Chris. The <laughs> soul skin. Soul skin. Oh, thank awesome. you, Chris. Thank some you, kind, Chris. Some kind thank words. You. Yeah. A lot, a lot, oh, of, a lot of sweet you. things. Thank you there. very much. That, that makes it all worthwhile. <laughs> Because those guys rocked. Oh, they, they, oh they, great. They great outfit. Great float my boat, Chris. Thank you. Yeah. Thank yep. you, sir. Yeah. Any, any of our listeners, viewers, if you've got awesome. uh, some ideas, what's floating your boat, send us a video. Let us yeah. know. Mm -hmm. um, you can email us at jfjshow at gmail.com. You can send it directly to Messenger if you're on Facebook. Um, let us know what you're, what you're listening to. We, uh, we want to hear from you. And, again, thanks a lot. Yes. Guys. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. Yeah. Well, awesome. The classic album, guys, was uh, the, the the final pick of the uh, soundtracks that we were going soundtracks. through. Um, Jim had a uh, Ramones Rock and Roll High School. Jerry picked Fast Times at Ridgemount High. Mr. Hand! And oddly enough, uh, my pick was dazed and confused which was son of a gun another high school movie 
So uh, I picked it up on uh, on vinyl. It was a record store day purchase, um, and it was originally put out on CD. And I told you guys every song when you hear them, you'll know them instantaneously. Yep. And uh, that's no joke. Great revisit. Yeah. Oh no, no joke. Nope. Um, and and, and nope. for our viewers here on YouTube, um, you're not going to get to listen to any of the music because um, the uh, copyright not Nazis here at uh, YouTube don't like us to play other people's music because uh, even though what we're doing is commenta- com- doing commentary, being educational, and uh, giving opinions about the music, uh, we're not trying to make any money off anybody or we're just trying to spread the love. And um, yeah, YouTube is a penicillin for that because they don't want to spread the love. So Damn the man. Damn the man. But anyway, side one. And again, Jim Jim made a point before we started recording. It was originally he made a very good point. <laughs> it, was, it was originally a CD, it wasn't an album. So um, there was no side one. <laughs> no, well, when it was re-released on record. Good job, Jaime. Good job, Jaime. <laughs> now we have uh, a side one, and um, it starts off with uh, good old Rick Derringer with "Rock and Roll Hoochie Coo," then goes into Foghat. I still love that. Oh yeah, Foghat Slow Ride. <laughs> Alice Cooper schools out. Yeah. Black Oak, Arkansas. With, or is it Arkansas? Black Oak, Arkansas. Black Oak, Arkansas. Uh, oh, Arkansas, yeah. Jim Dandy and ZZ Top. Go, Jim Dandy. Tush. But um, for those of you that are listening on Buzzsprout and all the other uh, audio-only formats, check it out. I want to ask, hey, Jim, of those five songs, um, do you have a favorite? Of those five? Yeah. Oh, geez. Um, 
rock and roll hoochie coo. Yeah. Yep. I was a, I was a big Rick Derringer fan in high school, man, and saw him my senior year at the country club, and it was <laughs> one of the best show to this day, still one of the best shows I've ever oh, seen. Sweet. He was so good. He just he just played and played and played, and um, and sir, they ended up doing like Zeppelin tunes. They they played like so many songs. They just started doing Zeppelin covers. It was just a wonderful night. Yeah. What about you, Jerry? I would agree with Jaime on Rock and Roll Hoochie Coo only because the slow ride is the studio version. Yeah. You like if the that live. was the live version? I, I, oh yeah. 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 But yeah, that Rock and Roll Hoochie Coo is a classic. Yeah. It's and it still holds up to me. I hear it. I. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you know, we were kids in high right, school. Great, great tune. Still, it still holds up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm with still, you on that. Still good stuff. Yeah. Right. Well, for we're sure. Gonna, we're going to talk about side two. We've got. Let, uh, me, let me just say, can oh, I say, add one sure, thing? Sure can. Uh, Tush, ZZ yeah. Top. I, I remember hearing that in junior high school, right? And just, wow, what a great song this is. This song just was so rock. I had no idea what Tush was. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Wasn't until later well, that I realized. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> to, to me, <laughs> looking for a little touch. All right. To, to me, it's like nothing to lose by kiss. You guys trip me out. Here we go. I, yeah. I started, yeah, let's I not go down trying, that road. I thought, yeah. he was trying, I thought he was trying to sneak in to the house. Oh, he no. was. <laughs> he was. <laughs> yeah, he was. I yeah. guess. <laughs> oh. Yeah, he was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right trip well. me out trip me out with that <laughs> <laughs> well if we were going to move on to side two um uh, you get nazareth starts it off with love hurts which is a great ballad roller uh, city roller city roller city everybody mm. said i think Cindy oh, said yep. the same thing i think she said that also. yeah yep roller city and then we've got ted nugent with Strang- stranglehold Oh yeah, and then of Still. course uh, the Runaways with Cherry Bomb. Cherry Bomb. I guess, uh, Jim, there's no reason to even ask you what your favorite song on that uh, side is. Nope. Well, not even close, <laughs> Frank. Yeah. Well, why don't we just tell? Yeah. Uh, Cherry Bomb by the Runaways. Yeah, we don't need to. Yeah. You know, as a, as we a, know that as a, a kid, I didn't know Derek St. Holmes was singing all those songs for Ted Nugent. Um, it just said Ted I, Nugent. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it took me a while to figure it out. Well, wow, what what a vocalist he is! He he is a oh, soulful yeah. singer. Love love fantastic his voice. voice. Yep, fantastic. that song "Strangled" is still top notch in my book. Yeah, and and that yeah. song pops up on a lot of soundtracks for the seventies. It, it seems like it's always it's a staple. You it's know? a classic. Oh yeah, you can't you can't go wrong playing that. You can't. No. Yeah, anything you want to add there, uh, Jim? Oh, talk about great vocal though. Love hurts. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, so it, still, still. I, yes. I didn't know uh, Yeah, that's the first version I heard was the Nazareth version. Mm-hmm. Nazareth version. I didn't even know that was a cover song yeah. until. Neither did I. No, they own it. And, and, and I have that played. album. I have that album. And oh, what a great album! Yeah, all the way through. Well, yeah. Yeah, that. Um, yeah, I no, think they, it's skating. They totally, yeah, made that their their song for sure. They made World it their the song. Yeah. Oh yeah. But uh, wow, uh, Jim! I didn't know that. Still, yeah, it's still a good version. Oh yeah, I mean the original is still great. Good song. Wow, and covered by a lot of Jim. people. Well done, Jaime. Uh, also yeah, covered by me, Jim. That, yeah, to me. <laughs> yes, yeah. Jim would know that. Yep. All right. Well, then we move Did on. Did not to, know that. Yeah. Move on to side three, and what I like about these because it's a record. There's only three songs on these on these sides because each one has a long extended version of a song so right uh, we can zip through it uh side through it starts off with a uh, suite with fox on the run and a song that i never get tired of hearing is war low rider nope and um uh, then we have leonard skinner with tuesday's gone to say right off the top okay not that it's a bad song but tuesday's gone is the weak link on this whole album yeah uh, that's what i wrote frank right next to it no <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree not a bad song but it yeah. tips the scales at seven minutes and you know yeah. my i no <laughs> no um fox on yeah, the run definitely. Good, Sorry, solid Jim. song. Sorry, I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, my absolutely. favorite song on that side, absolutely. Uh, I'm a big Sweet yep. fan. Same here. Same here. Yep. I'm going to go with Lowrider only because it's not a rock song, but it is so catchy. It's, again, another one of those songs. It's instantaneous as soon as you hear it. You you know what it is. It's it's timeless. It, yeah. If you that, listen to the Exodus version mm-hmm. of Lowrider. Oh, yeah, Exodus. <laughs> 
Oh, you, uh, they killed it. Mm. Yeah. I have a I have a weird uh, kind of thing with Lowrider. Uh, do you do you remember Regina Olguin? The name rings a bell. It so does. She yeah. was a she was a year ahead of us, and uh-huh. I had art I had an art class, seventh grade, and Regina sat directly across from me, and uh, I couldn't even tell you the teacher's name anymore. But she would art? play the radio. Mrs. Mrs. Jones, Mrs. Jones. No, no, no. no this is junior Jones. high. Junior high. Oh, excuse me. Okay. Excuse anyway, me. so she would play the radio in class, and right. I remember Lowrider coming on. And Regina was doing this crazy dance in her chair. And I'm just sitting there watching her. Everybody else is working away. And I'm just sitting there watching Regina. And she finally looks up and looks at me and realizes I'm watching her. And she just she just turned bright, she turned bright red. It was, it was a funny moment. So whenever I hear that song, I think of Regina, think of Regina dancing in her chair. So That's all right. Oh, I um I, I don't know I just I love that song and the only, the only time well um, well it's still great but yeah. no, it was sweet yeah yeah it's not it's not a rock song you know it just there's it a, still it's, holds up you know, that yeah. song percussion and it's one. so well recorded mm, it's clean. so well recorded it's uh, clean it's yeah. very clean yeah um, well, uh, I got into, I got into an altercation with their drummer did you <laughs> is it parking cars. It wasn't parking cars. No. It was when I was working at the record store, and we had the uh, we had one of his gold records that we were selling in the store wow. that some came in and sold to us, and he came in and claimed that the the record had been stolen. I should just give it to him off the wall. Oh, yeah, okay, that's gonna work. Yeah. And uh, and he got he got extremely upset. I thought he was ready imagine. to punch me, but uh, I think we ended up selling it to him for what we. Uh, for what we had bought it. Well, uh, yeah, you got to recoup your investment. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, anyway, it, it all kind of worked out, but. Uh, <laughs> well, well, he's in a band called War, Jaime. He, he's in a band called War, Jaime. Yeah. And he's the drummer. So, he was ready know. to go to war. War drums, you know. War drums. <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, let's move on to side four, finish this uh, soundtrack off. We got uh, Deep Purple. Mm hmm. With Highway Star, another long song. Oh, still a classic, though. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Kiss, Rock and Roll All Night. And then Sabbath, Paranoid. What do you think is your uh, favorite song, Jerry, on side four? 
highway starved. Very good. I, I just, uh, it takes me everywhere. It's, mm-hmm. it's, you know, the keyboard and stuff. Uh, it, it, it sounds live, even though it's studio, it sounds live. Mm-hmm. It's, and I've always liked that song. Yeah. Even compared with those two other heavy hitters, Kiss, uh, rock, I mean, uh, 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 rock and roll line. If it was the live version, you know, yeah. I would have liked it better. Just like slow ride with fog hat, but no highway star. I've always liked, I, I don't have any deep purple. Yeah. Funny. Yeah. But I like highway star. Yeah. I like highway star. What's yeah. not to like. I know. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Jim? I, uh, but hard to pick a favorite. Um, all three of those songs rock hard. Uh, yeah. highway star. Goofy lyrics. Yeah. So. <laughs> however, however, music. Uh, yeah, just rocks. Yeah. Um, tough to pick. I covered Paranoid in a couple different bands, and that it's one of my favorite Sabbath tunes. But uh, Rock and Roll Night, that song changed my life. Mm-hmm. So just for sentimental reasons, uh, I'll, I'll go. I'll go with the Kiss tune, yeah. but. Uh, it, it's a toy. It's it's a it's a coin toss. Yeah, they're all, all great that's, uh, All three. That's all. That that's it. That's all we get. Hi man. <laughs> changed your life. It changed my and life. I, and I gotta regress, folks. I do have Machine Head. I forgot we covered Machine Head, yeah. so I did. By, we did cover I do Machine Head. Yeah, machine. I take that. Yeah. I take that back. I have Machine Head. Yeah. That, changed that. your life. I mean, really, a Kiss song. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, Kiss. Change a lot of people's Tight-lipped lives. Tight-lipped as always, Frank. Yeah, yeah no. he, he ain't. He ain't it, it, it opened the door for me for bands like Black Sabbath and Deep Purple and oh, okay. sent, me down, sent me down the hard rock road. Wow. Beautiful. That's I, um, enough, too. That's wonderful. I love Paranoid. Um, yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to pick that for the sentimental reason. That, that, that is one of the first songs you learn to play. It's one of the first songs that yeah. turns you on to the harder rock music. And, and it's bizarre the history of that song. It was a leftover. I mean, it was it was written in the studio as, "Hey, we need one more song. We need one more track. What are we gonna do?" And that's they, really just kind of a wow. three chord song. They just threw it together. <laughs> yeah, and and that's what makes a good rock song something simple, just like the pop songs we were talking about early, earlier. Yep. You you get it. It's stuck in your head. And it doesn't go away. You know you know, Paranoid's riff as soon as it starts. There's yeah. no denying it. This song is a cure. <laughs> this song is a cure. So we all we all decide that uh, Tuesday's Gone is the weak link on the album. Weak, weak link on the yeah. album. I'm yeah. Not, I'm not going to ask any of you guys for a uh, overall favorite because there's just too many too many good songs on this album. Ooh, so, yeah. Yeah, but it would be hard to pick one. We'll leave it at that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's a... Uh, Leonard Skinner's in second. Everything else is a is a tie for tie first. Tie for first, exactly. Very good, Jaime. <laughs> yeah. Very good, Jaime. Well, well put. Yep. Now, before we get it to Jim's pick for the next episode, earlier I asked you guys to pick an uh, album that you're going to take on a desert island that happens to have a turntable ooh, and some electricity. That's right. I wrote it down. Yeah. So, um, Jerry, since you wrote it down, uh, what would be your pick for one album? Well, I wrote down I, I wrote down one right off the bat, and right after that, I wrote down another one. Okay. And then, as the show progressed, I wrote down what <laughs> my favorite would be. Okay. <laughs> so the first one I wrote down ASAP was Fraley's Comet. Really? Debut. Oh, okay. I played the heck out of that cassette in '87, nice. folks, on Conspiracy Land. Play, wore it out. Just and then, play. You're right. And then what kicked in was Physical Graffiti. Mm-hmm. Oh, now I, I listened to that thing. But what, you know, once I had time to mellow out and 
it's it's absolutely Quadrophenia by the Who. Oh, very good. Hands down. Oh, okay. No, no doubt. No Quadrophenia doubt. by that the would Who. Be the one. Okay. Oh, I can I can listen to it all day. Yeah. Oh yeah, and I yeah. still do. <laughs> yeah, right. Quadrophenia by the Who is my Desert Island uh, uh, pick, folks. Very good. Before yeah. I get to Jim's pick, I'm going to tell you mine. Uh, I was asked this question a week or so ago. And I had a list of about five albums, and I got chastised. They said I said one album, one album. So I was like, "Oh, yeah, got to get it down to one." Yeah, and one that I didn't mention that really pops in my head, and you guys, it may be kind of odd, is uh, Ozzy Osbourne's "Bark at the Moon." Uh, when, when that album came out, I have that still. I, I yep. loved Jakey yep. Lee's playing on that album. That that yes. album was just. It was it constantly, I, I had the cassette in my car when I was driving around. It stayed on constant rotation, probably for six months straight after I bought it. Wow. And, um, wow. It's It sounds a little dated now when you listen to it, but the songs are they're just great. You know, it was, it was more, le- less of Ozzy being overproduced and uh, homogenized and everything else. And it was just more raw. Great guitar stuff, yeah. yeah. But the album that I would have to take with me, I guess, um, if I can only take one, would be Led Zeppelin's The Song Remains the Same. Oh, wow. I, I love a live Ooh. album, and I love all the versions on, on that particular album. And it's got you know, Moby Dick and a drum solo and everything else. It's got everything you could possibly want in a concert. So um, that would be my, my pick. And Jim, what, what about Very you? Very good. <sighs> this will probably sound like a cop-out. Mm. It, it's yeah, I, I yeah, ran right. over several albums in my head but if i had to get it down to one uh it would be pet sounds okay that's got lots of layers and and lots i i love it i just think it's just such a genius album that's not not a bad one to be stuck with guys no it isn't no that isn't no but I, you know, mm-hmm. you need an album that you can be productive with while you're listening to, so you can make your coconut yep. batteries, and um, <laughs> all the and, no coconut cream whatever. pie. Yeah, yeah that too. Cream, Gilligan's whatever, favorite. Coconut whatever cream you pie. say, yeah. Professor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Love it. Love it. Love it. Who took my money? Well, moving moving forward to the next episode, uh, Jim gets to pick, and um, what what where are you going with this, Jim? Uh I'm still stuck in the late 70s, early 80s. Okay. But I'm going to go with X's debut album, Los Angeles. Los Angeles, yes. That's that's something different. I still love Fourth of July. I I love that song. Great tune. Wow. Good pick. That's something out of out of our, our all of our wheelhouse. I think a little bit on this uh, uh, for this certainly show. wasn't certainly wasn't high school. Yeah, and uh, I remember hearing Los Angeles on on K Rock and thinking like these two have the weirdest voices <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> together. John Doe and X E. Yes, and it, there, yeah. there was there was a there was like a certain dissonance in yeah. there that was just so unnerving, but yeah. that. That sort of breakneck Billy Zoom guitar going on, oh, you know, yeah. was just so cool. Awesome, I mean, yeah. awesome. Good pick, good pick. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Also, what I want to do later on is I, I've, I've talked to you guys before. I want to have us each pick a, an album from 1981, our graduating year. I want you guys to find your graduation picture, 
and I want to have a before <laughs> oh, and after that's right. type We're situation. Supposed to find that. Oh, yeah. oh. Yeah. If you don't, I'll just pull out the yearbook and blow it up. So are we? Uh, are do we, it. Uh, do are it. Do that I, next I don't know where episode after next. Right yeah. Is that the plan? Uh, we'll see because uh, next after you is Jerry gets to pick one. So if yeah, we can go through the cycle and then uh, okay. So so these these set of picks because we go JFJ, Jim, Frank, Jerry. Uh, these are just classic albums. Then the next rotation is uh, 1981. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Okay. Cool. Because I, I know I wrote one down for my... T- oh, that's right. I think I kind of shared with you guys. Yeah. Shh. Yeah. Okay, right. It's got to be 19... It's got to be oh. from... It has to be released in... No, 81. no. Is the is my... After I kick out, this song is the cure. After I kick that out, <laughs> mine mine came out in July of 81. I have to re-look it up. I know I wrote it down, folks. That'll I know work. I wrote it down. Close yeah. enough. It was July of 81. Yep. All yep. right. <laughs> okay, so it's got it's got to be from eighty one, even if it's late eighty one, right? Yes. Well, yes. yeah, July is, okay. July of eighty one is still in nineteen eighty one. Yeah. Yes. Hey, okay. we're not. It was like that. the next month after we graduated. Yeah, we graduated, folks. So we were like a month free. Yeah. Then my dad got serious. <laughs> what are you gonna do, son? <laughs> you do. What do you life? mean, pops? I want to rock. What do you mean? <laughs> I'm working at the dairy. I'm making, uh, you know, three twenty five, Dad. Five and a, yeah, five and an hour. What, what do you want, Whatever Dad? <laughs> Oh, that was a that was a day of reckoning for me. Oh, my. I'll never forget it. Love you, Dad. I love you so much, Dad. But I'll never forget that. My. What are you gonna do, boy? Well, what do you mean? That's funny. <laughs> I had no clue. Well, you Long know what? My oh. mom and Dad uh, took me out to dinner, which I should have seen as a red flag. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What the hell is this for? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And um, out of the blue, we were eating chips now, and salsa. Did you get the? I was going to say, did you get to eat first before the bomb got dropped? While I was eating chips. Or did chips? you get the bomb dropped no. on an empty stomach? No. Yeah. While I was eating chips and salsa. Um, never forget mine. Out of the blue, I'll my dad says. It. I love you, Dad. Yeah, what are you, what are you going to do with your life, you know? And and I said, well, I, right now I'm going to have dinner, you know? And he said, no, no, no. I mean, <laughs> moving forward, he says, you're not living in my house forever. Oh. And I I came down from that shock uh, for a moment. I mean, what do you mean I'm not living oh, with you forever? It, you know, and, blew my mind. Yeah. And, what are you uh, going to do, son? I told what him do you I, mean? I either wanted to be a, a comedian, stand up comedian or a rock star. And uh, he said, uh, you better come up with a plan C. So, <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's little how. did he know you would become both. Frank. Yeah. Well, there you little, go. All in time. Hang on, something just popped in. Uh-oh. This song is the cure. Oh, yeah. This song. I'm sorry. Hey, Jim, I'm going to be. Oh. We're going to get copyright flagged throughout this oh. whole damn episode now. I know. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry about that. I'm oh. sorry. Jerry that. needs to do a cover of that. Too. I think so. <laughs> I should. Yeah, that would be great. Do your own little Archie's video. That would be cool. Oh, oh, that would be great. There yeah. you go. <laughs> well, you got anything else to uh, say there, Jerry, before we end this uh, yeah, folks on Conspiracy Land, just keep rocking. Uh, you know, like the band The Dead Set from Australia. Uh, they're in their 30s and 40s. But what happens when you look them up on Bandcamp and play it? It's some punk rock, folks, on Conspiracy Land. Oh, it's some good old-fashioned punk rock. And just keep rocking, folks. Keep rocking. All right. Yeah, follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, on uh, Instagram. Subscribe here on YouTube. Listen to us on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Everywhere. We're everywhere, everywhere, folks. Check it out. 
Uh, if you want to hear the actual tunes from uh, Dazed and Confused or, or tidbits of it, you're going to have to listen to it on one of the, the audio-only podcasts because uh, we're trying to play by the rules with uh, YouTube. But, you know, we'll, we'll try to sneak some in here and there, but just for the... Yeah. You're going to have to force yourself, folks. As handsome as Jim Frank and I are, yeah. you're just going to have to force yourself to go audio-only. Yeah, and, if, <laughs> and I was thinking, guys, maybe we need to... Um, get some professional headshots done and maybe autograph them and, and offer to send them out to uh, the listeners if they just want to listen to the podcast. Whatever you say, have, Frank. Yeah. Yeah, have something to look at. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm, yeah, I'm sure they'll be lined up for that. <laughs> uh, I tell you I tell you, what's going to be a million seller right off the bat is the JFJ Conspiracy Show pillowcases. Yes, yes. Because <laughs> you, you can look at it as you... Yeah. As you lay your head down to sleep. Yeah. Why and then you can also think of that tune, you know, this song is the cure. Yeah, and wherever this my face song. is, it'll always be oh, yellow sorry. from the drool, I know. Yeah. <laughs> that's a little hideous, Frank. Yeah. That's a little that's a little graphic. You know, I was feeling good right now. It's gonna get something to eat. Yeah. Well, I am your <laughs> I am your weight watcher. That's right. And some chips and salsa. Yeah, some chips and salsa before the bomb gets dropped. He could have at least let you eat. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Doesn't work that way. I, I'll never forget my pops. Oh. Hey. Well, you Sorry. know when he went. <laughs> All right, Jim, why don't you take us home? Shop is closed, guys. All right. <laughs>